Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. All pay heed! Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. Let everybody stay where they are. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. That man's a hero, a smart hero. Pedro Fernandez. I just think it's time for some tough love. Namas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I'm the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than 28 years and straight up today. For two hours on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts. You know, HBO taking a day off because Bernard Hopkins couldn't get his opponent to uh, have a visa, so last night's card was canceled, but straight up, HBO in a bit of a decline as far as their boxing caliber. I think their boxing fair is concerned. I just, I'm not seeing it. Showtime? Showtime's getting a little bit better. Even ESPN, too. So we'll talk about the state of boxing as we enter the second half of 2013 and where it's going to go and what is done thus far, who are the champions, who are the superstars, who are the bums, who are the flops. And then hour number two, we'll be talking MMA, USC, the Invicta championships that went down last night, of course, on pay-per-view. We'll talk about UFC 162, the results the world's still not willing to accept. Chris Weidman as the world middleweight champion. I can't believe the blogosphere, the people that shout conspiracy to think that the fix was in, that Anderson Silva wanted to get knocked out. Oh, come on. Who wants to get knocked out? If you're going to throw a fight, you don't throw a fight by getting knocked out. I mean, he was asleep on the way down. He was napping. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Lots of boxing and mixed martial arts. 1-800-878-7529. That's one 800 878 7529. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. to escape the office and have an exhilarating team building event this summer? Experience the thrill of indoor skydiving at iFly, a vertical wind tunnel creating the adventure of skydiving without jumping out of an airplane. Whether you're 3 or 103, it's a blast and pure adrenaline fun. So book your next team building event today only at iFly, located right off 880 in Union Landing and open 7 days a week. Online at iFlySFBay.com That's iFlySFBay.com Come. Are you working harder than ever at your job, but find yourself getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our free information, you can lead a happier life, work from home, and start earning money as soon as next week. I was a, a traditional business owner, and our business was affected greatly by the economy, so we were looking for another income stream. It allowed me to actually walk away from a 16-year career and part owner in a traditional business just after eight months. Go to freedom112.com, get out of the rat race, work from home, and start earning great money as soon as next week. I'm a single mom. Before this business, I was over $90,000 in credit card 
dead alone. And now we go to Disneyland, Disney World. We've been on vacations to Hawaii. I never could have done that before this business. Go to Freedom112.com right now and change your life today. That's Freedom, the number 112.com. Freedom112.com. And start earning great money as soon as next week. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99, and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Hear Michael Jordan talk about what makes a great player or what Mark Teixeira thinks about every time he puts on his Yankee uniform. These original full-length interviews and more are now available in the Sports Byline Audio Vault at sportsbyline.com. You'll hear players, coaches, managers, and owners talk about their careers, influences, and moments they'll never forget. This rare collection of original full-length interviews is available on iPhones, iPads, and Android devices at sportsbyline.com. Yeah, I tell you what the trouble is. You see, I'm a southpaw. It's a southpaw. Uh, southpaw means you're left-handed, and southpaw throws your timing off. You see, other guys throws their timing off, makes them look awkward. Nobody wants to look awkward. You know where Southpaw came from? I'll tell you. A long time ago, there was this guy, maybe a couple hundred years ago, he was fighting in the, uh, he was fighting around, I think it was around Philadelphia. And his arm, he was left-handed, his arm was facing towards New Jersey, you see? And that's South. So then actually they call him Southpaw, you see? Southpaw, South Jersey, South Camden, Southpaw. You know what I mean? Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Why do you want to fight? Because I can't sing or dance. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Check it. 12, make it 13 minutes past the hour. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio hours. And this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing this hour. The upcoming hour, we're talking MMA, USC, Invicta, all kinds of good stuff in the MMA hour. Straight up open phone lines, coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is your inside look into the world of boxing. Speaking of boxing, Nonito Donaire, the Filipino Flash, who was beaten pretty soundly, I mean outboxed thoroughly by Guillermo Rigano. Of course, the former two-time Olympic gold medalist out of Cuba. He's only got 11 fights now, of course, in his 10th fight. Upset the apple cart, as predicted here, and beat Nonito Donaire. And Donaire is claiming he had a shoulder injury and had some surgery afterwards. And he's going to come back at 126 or 130 pounds. Now, some people say, you know, he's tall enough. Yeah, he's tall enough. But I just don't think that he's going to be able to put on the muscle around the middle. You've got to be able to put it on around the middle. In other words, you've got to be able to put on wings and, and you know, uh, widen your, your even your waist to an extent. You've got to, you got to get, become a bigger man fighting guys 126 or 130 pounds. Now, 
I know he's strained to make weight in the past. I've seen him straining to make weight in training and things like that. But, you know, 126, 130 pounds, it may sound good. And it sounds good for the fighter. It really does. I mean, inside your head, when you've been fighting to make weight and straining and, and you're kicking guys' butts in, in the gym at 100, and, you know, at whatever your weight is, like a, a weight class or two bigger, you think, well, I can do this in the ring. Well, guess what? Not too many guys can. And you're talking about Donaire moving from a hundred and what, 107, 112 pounds up to 130 pounds. Now, Manny Pacquiao did it, and everybody yelled, you know, steroids. Okay? Now, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I don't think Donaire would cheat and take steroids. I really don't. But w- the bottom line is when he moves from 122 to 130 pounds, he's going to be fighting guys that are substantially bigger than him. And I know that people in the in the radio atmosphere right now are saying, hey, Pedro, man, what, what could four or eight pounds mean? Come on. Well, let me tell you like this, okay? They don't have separate weight classes for nothing. Everybody thinks, well, they have them to make money, to generate title belts and title fights and all that kind of good stuff. Well, the sanctioning bodies may think that way, okay? But I'm telling you, every weight class is justified. I could tell you from boxing myself, at 140 pounds, or actually we box at 139 pounds as an amateur, which I – Garnered four Golden Glove championships and a couple other notable things as an amateur. Um, I was left-handed, and I was able to use that southpaw stuff to, to mystify guys. Okay, That's what that was all about. I mean, you have to have some type of a gimmick. I mean, if you're not the absolute greatest athlete in the world, and I sure wasn't, if you're not the greatest boxer in the world, you've got to have something going for you. And the fact was, I was a left-handed going in and straight up. That was my advantage. And God bless my mother and father for making me left-handed. Speaking of left-handers, notable left-handers in the world of boxing right now, did you know Andre Ward was left-handed? Somebody asked me the other day, why is Andre Ward fighting right-handed if he's left-handed? Well, he was taught how to box right-handed, and that's what a lot of guys do. As you heard the lead-in to this segment by uh, Sylvester Stallone, of course, Rocky Balboa there, talking to his Goyle about, his Goyle about um, you know, being a southpaw. Well, being a southpaw is all where it's at, but they used to they teach you how to fight with your left hand forward. In other words, most southpaws, if you were to box naturally left-handed, you would jab with your right hand, and your right foot would be forward, okay? But orthodox fighters, right-hand fighters, they box with their left foot forward and their left hand forward, and they jab with their right left hand, and the right hand is their power hand. Well, it's the opposite with a left-hander. So Andre Ward has this extra power in his left hand, in his left hook, and I think, and he boxed, he ate. Andre can go back and forth with like smooth. I mean, back and forth, boom, boom, from left hand to right hand. But it, he basically bite, fights for the most part as a right hander and has that added power in the left hook. Okay, but they taught him to box that way at the start because had they just let him do his thing, I think it'd become a, a natural amateur. You know, uh, as an uh, as a left hander, you know, things might have been a little bit smoother for him. But who am I to say he won an Olympic gold medal and he's now the best fighter pound for pound in the world? in the minds of a lot of people, folks. That's right. Surpassing Floyd Mayweather. They're trying to say that this is Andre Ward's time. What's he now? 26 and zip, something like that. The world 168-pound champion looking for challengers, you know, wanting Julio Cesar Chavez to come up. Of course, he he tried to get away from his promoter recently, Dan Goosen, his longtime promoter. And some people, they question him going with Goosen out of the Olympics. I mean, winning the Olympic gold medal, you think he would have had a lot of momentum behind that. But Andre Ward never really had the the rolling down a mountainside type of momentum yet in his career. I mean, he had some good fights, and he's still undefeated. And, of course, he went through that Super 6 tournament, and he just gangster-slapped everybody. I mean, he was he was an amazing athlete, in which Pedro thanks him because I 
put a substantial wager down on him at four and a half to one to win the tournament. Yeah, go Andre. Okay, but Andre's Andre's out of challengers right now. I mean, he, he wants guys like 160-pounders Julio Cesar Chavez to step up, and he thought that if he signed a contract or went with Bob Arum in top rank, that he can make those fights happen and make them happen easier because, you know, top rank has a, a deeper shelf. I mean, let's be honest. Goose and Tudor, they don't have the deepest shelf as far as talent is concerned. I mean, who are they going to get for Andre Ward to fight? That. Other guys, guys that are rated. But Arum's got guys in the stable that he can sacrifice, that he can throw forward. They can tell him, you can possibly beat the kid here. Folks, get the, get the shot at the champ. And Andre Ward beats them all twice on Sunday. The best fighter, pound for pound in the world right now, in boxing. People question his chin. I mean, he got dropped early on, like five or six fights into his pro career. He was fighting down in, like, Modesto, California, some some triple, uh, some B-level casino, okay? And he got dropped. Big deal. Muhammad Ali got dropped. Cassius Clay got dropped, okay? Sonny Banks dropped him. You ever hear of Sonny Banks? Is Sonny Banks in the World Hall of Fame? I didn't think so. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming up, we're going to talk with Julian Williams, undefeated fighter, and then we'll bring in the bread man, Stephen Edwards. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Listen carefully. First American Student Aid can now help consolidate your federal student loans. We can help lower your monthly payment on federal government student loans. Call us today. We'll review your situation and work towards consolidating your federal student loans. In many cases, we can lower your monthly payment in half or more. It doesn't matter how much you owe, how far behind you are on payments, or even if you are in default on your federal student loans. Call us right now to find out how we can lower your payment in half immediately. Plus, we can stop harassing phone calls, stop the wage garnishment, stop the tax liens, even remove your default status. Consolidate your federal student loans, lower your student repayments, and stop wage garnishments today. Call us now. We can help. 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 800-949-8707 Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are InSphere Insurance Solutions. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, InSphere Insurance Solutions can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. InSphere Insurance Solutions is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. 
They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Come on, sit down. Yeah. The fight's about to start. Yeah. Uh, you want a cold beer? Hey, that would be nice. Uh, would you mind getting us a cup of beer, son? Hey, Grady, why don't you try some of these uh, horse divers? <laughs> hey, Lamont, hurry up. The fight's need to start. Who's fighting, Fred, do you know? Yeah, Indian Joe Roach and a Mexican fellow named, uh, Mexican fellow named Jesus Alvarez. Hey, Bob, that's pronounced Jesus. <laughs> well, he spelled it the same way Jesus spelled his name. I know, but you don't say it that way. Well, if they know he's going to be a fighter, why they name him Jesus? <laughs> How did his parents know when he was born that he was going to be a fighter? Yeah, Fred, maybe they thought he was going to be a carpenter. <laughs> Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one. Coming back with the wired-haired wonder, Don King, 82 years old. Or in this case, 82 years smart. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Let's take it to the city of brotherly love. We'll make a couple of stops today on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and bring in a young man who's Impressive as an amateur, even more impressive as a pro, 13-0, seven stops. He stepped up in class last time and took out Yakin Alkine in uh, a unanimous decision in eight rounds, which is pretty much uh, a statement. He's 33-4, and four, as was Alkine, and, of course, this young man is at 13-0. He is Julian Williams. Good, out, good, good morning, sir. How are you? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. Tell me something about yourself that I don't already know. Uh... I don't know. It depends on what you know. Well, that's what I'm, I'm stretching your imagination now. So tell me, I know. Think, tell me, I know everything about you. So tell me something that, that most people don't know. Tell me something about Julian Williams that most people don't know. I'm a really nice person. All right, and do a lot of boxers. Do you think they that people stereotype you the other way, like you're sort of mean yeah. guy like Tyson or something? Yeah. Or what? Every every fight gotta be gotta be you know a street thug, and it's it's the complete opposite. Okay. Most fighters I know are extremely nice. Yeah, I, I agree. Twenty-three years old. Um, tell me about the bread man. He'll be on in a little bit, but the bread man's your trainer, and he's quite a uh, he's quite a character. I mean, he's straight up. He's honest. He's about as 
as, as, as straight down the line as you're ever going to get. But tell me something about the bread, man. What, what's, what's so good about the bread, man? Bread, man, is extremely innovative. He's like a, an encyclopedia, like a boxing encyclopedia. He's just, you know, he, he, in my opinion, he's the best up-and-coming trainer that's out here right now. Up-and-coming? You know? I thought he, I th- he's made his mark. Don't you think he's ready? Oh, uh, no. No, I don't think he made his mark. I think he got a lot of work to do, and it's up to, it's up to both of us, you know? Okay, I, so... I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure if he, does, if, if, if he doesn't ever train another fight of the day, he won't be satisfied. So, now I, I believe he's up-and-coming. I think he's the best up-and-comer out here right now. Okay, we, we you know the computer at BoxRec has got you like it number thirty in the world and number fourteen is a uh, the computer does this rating too. Nobody else does. I mean, there's no no uh, personal involvement. I think they just throw all these numbers into a computer. And you've got fourteen here in the United States. You beat Alkine, which as I said, a step up in class for you know a guy with only twelve fights. You come in and beat a guy that was thirty three and three, um, thirty three and four. Tell me about that win. Was there a lot of pressure on you? Did you, did you feel it or? Uh, I just—it's always a lot of pressure in every fight because if you lose, it's, it's, it's almost like the end of the world. You know, and you got to look at the back of the bus, and everybody's gonna look at you funny. So it's a press, it's pressure in every fight. So I'm not gonna say it was any more pressure because I was fighting off scene. You know, I just knew I just knew what I needed to do to get the job done, and we executed, and we got the win. Okay, so. What do you want to do at 154 pounds right now? I mean, if you had, a, if you could draw things on a, a blackboard without the bread man's presence, and of course with his advice, but where would you like to go? Uh, to be honest with you, I leave that. I don't even think about it. I leave everything up there. I got full trust in uh, Stephen Breadman Edwards, and I got full trust in uh, Al Hammond. So I don't even think about it. I'm just going to fight whoever they put in front of me and win. I, 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 I leave. I leave the manager for the managers and the trainer for me. I train her and I fight. That's what I do. I don't want to think about, you know, game plan. You can't be a manager and be a fighter. Okay. Okay, Julian. So we'll bring in your manager right now, Stephen the Breadman Edwards, and ask him, what's the, what's next, Breadman? What's next for Julian? Um, How you doing, Pedro? I'm doing fine, man. The introduction was good, but I thought I would just slide that in there like that. <laughs> I'm, um, you know what? I'm working on something right Kids now. Laughing. You know, a lot of times guys get shy and they don't want to call names. But, you know, and I'm not calling anybody out, but I think that a good fight for Julian right now will possibly be like uh, um, Raul Casares type, uh, Billy Lyell type, uh, Tyrone Brunson type, uh, Alexis Camacho type, you know, those kind of guys, you know. So hopefully, you know, if everything works out, we can get somebody like that, you know, maybe in August or September and uh, keep moving. As you know, that he is uh, 14th in the country, with only 13, you know, only at 13 and 0, and nobody is ranked that high with that uh, small amount of fights, as you uh, uh, observe. So I don't want to overdo it, but at the same time, I want to make sure every fight is a learning experience for him, and he constantly get, you know, he's constantly getting better with each fight. Okay, so Julian, have you got that? Yeah, I hear, I, I hear him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got. Julian Williams, of course, he is unbeaten. He says 13 and zip. And he's got Stephen the Breadman Edwards, his trainer, a manager extraordinaire, both out of the city of brotherly love. Um, have they got that Joe Frazier statue going yet, guys, or what? They need to. They need, they need to do it immediately. What's up with that, Breadman? We talked about this before. They got a picture. They got a, a statue of Stallone down there. Why don't they have a statue of Joe? You know what? Uh, to be honest with you, I think enough people in the uh, – 
we don't we didn't have made enough noise. You know, I'll even take some blame in it. You know, the boxing community here in Philadelphia is rich. We should make some noise. You know, Joe Frazier is a, was heavyweight champion in the world, and he won the biggest fight in the history of boxing. Uh, I so, know. You know, we should, they should they should you know we need to make noise. Everybody collectively, the gym owners, the fighters, the managers, the trainers need to go to the city and make some noise. And if they did, you know, they'd throw a statue up of them. 1964 Olympic gold medalist in Tokyo, Joe Frazier. Yes. I mean, then, of course, becoming the heavyweight champion of the world. And he's right. And he talked about the biggest fight of all time. He beat Muhammad Ali March 8th, 1971 in the biggest fight, the biggest sporting event, I think, in the history of the sports ever. world. Ever. Ever. Hey, Julian, we're going to let you go because me and the bread man got to gossip for a little bit, okay? <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> all the best and good luck. All right, man. Thanks. Julian Williams, folks, 13-0, will be having him back in the future for sure as he prepares for fight number 14. Now, Breadman, what's happening in the world of boxing right now, man? Are sort of things slow for the summer or what? You know what, uh, Pedro, man, you, you, you asked great questions, but I'm sure you already know the answer. Things did get slow this summer, didn't it? This weekend was unfulfilled, and there's nothing really coming up exciting for a couple of weeks. Isn't it funny how the dates do that all the time, where it's always a little dry spot around the summer, and then... Uh, the second week of Christmas after that, it's dry for, for about six weeks. It's always like that every year. So uh, I don't know why it's like that, man. But uh, we wait. I guess maybe it's vacation season. But we're um, I'm waiting on a date right now with Julian, you know what I mean, so we could, he can stay ready. So um, hopefully we can get something at the end of August or September, but it's not much lined up. Okay, historians tell me, because I posed this question yesterday to boxing historian Ron Marshall, why the slowdown in boxing in the summertime, where if you look historically back in the day before there was television, all that kind of good stuff, boxing was the Saturday, uh, uh, during the summertime, Saturday was happening, like places like Coma, California, which was the boxing capital of the world back at the turn from the 18th to the 19th century, Jack Johnson, all those big guys fought out, Stanley Ketchell, they all fought out in, in Coma in these Handy because San Francisco outlawed boxing. So they went out and fought on the border, which is now Daly City, but they used to call it Coma, California, which had some of the biggest fights of all time. Now, Breadman, straight up, we don't need to go back to the days of barbarics or anything like that, but did you happen to see the UFC 162 fight last week? Yes. Hey, Chris Weidman, is that funny that he finished it off with old boxing 101, a left hook? Um, Isn't it ironic? Strange man, I, I I don't think that it was ironic that he you know won the fight with a uh, you know basically a punch, you know. But um, I'm not a big UFC guy, you know. I really don't watch it, but I did I do appreciate Anderson Silva because I think he's a unique athlete, and I think that I don't know if he could be a world champion, but I definitely thought think when I look at him, I say you know what that guy could be a pretty good professional fighter, and I usually don't give uh, that kind of um, Breadman Breadman. He's been knocked out as a professional boxer. He's two and one no, no, with no. one knockout I, I loss. I understand that. I understand that. But you know how that is, Pedro. If if he was training and taking it serious over time, he just looks to me like a superior athlete. He fights those guys with his hands down. He knocks them out. He beats them up. So I was kind of just like you know looking forward to the fight because of the uh, the publicity that was getting. I, honestly, I'm shocked, and I don't want to knock the guy because honestly, he's the best fighter in the history of the UFC. That punch, I said, damn, it looked like an arm punch. I was surprised he was knocked out by that shot. It's a four-ounce glove. Here's what's up. I never thought his chin was all the greatest. I mean, I watched him get whacked in that one pro boxing match on YouTube. You can see it on YouTube, folks, punching Anderson Silva knockout. Okay? And I just didn't think, 
because when you're tall and you're lean, eventually, you know, you're going to get cracked. I mean, Tommy Hearns didn't get knocked out as an amateur, but guess what? He got knocked out as a pro. You know, that tall, lean frame. Mark Breland didn't lose as an amateur, but he lost as a pro, that tall, lean frame. So I think if you have that tall, lean frame, I think that in time, you're going to get drilled unless you get, unless you like, you, you know. Make, you make a good point, Pedro. Julian kind of feels the same way. You know, he's, He's five ten and a half, and he fights at 154 pounds, which is a really good height for that weight. So he's not short and he's not tall. But he always, you know, he always tells me that in the gym when he let when he boxes a real long, lanky guy, he'll say he make him punch. But those guys historically don't take a great shot. No, because so go on. I agree with you. Most times, a lot of them don't. You know, because I fought this guy named Keith Rucker, and they were calling him the hit man. He was six foot one, 139 pounds. He was unbeaten, like nine and zero with seven knockouts. They were asking my trainer, are you sure you want to take this fight? Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, 15 seconds of the fight, he was on his butt. And then I ended up winning a decision after three rounds. It was my first Golden Glove championship. But I, he didn't take. In other words, I was willing to hit him in the arms. I was willing to hit him in the chest. I was willing to make contact with him. See, that's what a lot of guys don't realize is they sit there and they try to outbox these taller guys and things like that. No, no, no. You get in there, you muscle them up, you beat them up, you make them fight a little bit, and, you know, you take them out of their game plan. Just like you... Once you took Roy Jones out of his game plan, he wasn't the superior fighter anymore. And, of course, his reflexes slipped a little bit. But I think the, the superstars, you've got to discombobulate them to an extent, like Floyd Mayweather. If I was Robert Guerrero, and I know this sounds like I'm cheating, but I would have stepped on Floyd's foot. <laughs> I, I'm, you're laughing, Red Man, but, you know, I would have stepped on his foot. You no, know you're not the first person who said that to me. You know, I've noticed that um... – you know, my grandfather is from, like, he was born in the 30s, and he would always tell me, like, you know, these guys don't even the playing field these days, man. Everybody's too nice when they fight. If you're fighting a guy that's athletically superior, it should make a difference because you got to do what you got to do, kidney shots, stepping on his feet, gouging his eyes. He said there's things you could do to overcome that. These guys fight these uh, talented guys much too clean. I mean, he would always tell me that. So uh, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Right on. We're talking with the bread man, folks. The godfather of souls is going to take us to the break on the American Forces Network. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Hey, troops out there on the American Forces Network, this is the godfather of soul. Ski here for Wusu Gear. Regardless whether you're a fighter or someone simply taking a self-defense class, you all need gear, and your absolute best choice for quality and money is Wusu. Example, Wusu's all-leather MMA glove is priced under $60, while two other brands start their only part leather, part whatever, over $60. So the choice is simple. You can either overpay to train with the rest or go with what I did and pick the best. That's Wusu Gear, the art of performance. WusuGear.com. At GMC, our customers know our service is as professional-grade as the trucks we sell. 
And now GMC is very proud to announce that we've just received the J.D. Power & Associates Award for highest in customer satisfaction with dealer service among mass market brands. Perhaps that's because no one knows GMC vehicles like the GMC certified service experts. From their hours of GMC training to their specialized tools and equipment, it's professional-grade service for your professional-grade truck. GMC certified service at your local GMC dealer. There's never been a better time to try it than now. For a limited time, retail customers can get AC Delco Professional Durastop brake pads installed for only $79.95 or less per axle after $20 mail-in rebate debit card. Allow six to eight weeks for delivery. Offer ends July 31st, 2013. Tax and other services, including turning or replacing rotors, are extra. For J.D. Power & Associates award information, visit jdpower.com. There are many debt relief plans and scams out there. So if you find yourself with $10,000 or more in credit card debt and you just want the facts about legitimate debt relief solutions available to you, then call American Credit Card Solutions for a free informational kit that will tell you about your options in simple, easy-to-understand terminology. The kit is free. The shipping is free. And there is absolutely no sales pitch. Just the facts. Sent directly to you in the mail, this free informational kit can be mailed to you today so you can examine all the debt relief options available in the comfort of your home with no one pressuring you to make a quick decision. Call 800-287-8013 and ask for your free kit. That's 800-287-8013. This is a first-come, first-served offer and kits are limited. So call right now for your free debt information kit. 800-287-8013. Call now. 800-287-8013. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Joe, I know you don't like to talk in a moment like this, but you're getting two and a half million dollars. Will that make any difference in the way you're going to fight? Well, it, uh, it gives me inspiration to, to do a little more, you know, and to go forward a little more, and I feel good about Quick, it. Joe! Well, we're having a scene, as you can see, and it's hard to tell whether it's clowning or for real between the two fights. This kind of thing has been going on all along in terms of promotion of the fight, and this time it seems to be for real. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight count, and Foreman is as poised as can be. Get past the people, get past the hitmen. Get on down tonight. Uh, I want to get on the good foot. 41 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is JB, the hardest working man in show business, James Brown. And I'll share my James Brown experience with you. I probably have before, but... Straight up, we're circa 2000. We're at the Paramount Theater in Oakland, California. Tower of Power's lead singer then, uh, Brent Carter. 
so it might have been 99, gave me a uh, backstage pass. So I went backstage, I was with the Tower of Power, we were talking. So, hey, look, the intermission's over, you need to go back to your seat because James Brown's going to come on, right? So I went back and they said, go this way, but I went the other way, went the stage way. And there he was, James Brown, with his long fur coat on, they put the coat over his shoulders and this and that, held up a mirror for him, his hair was perfect, and he stepped out on stage, man. JB, may he rest in peace, the godfather of soul, James Brown. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. We're talking boxing this hour about the bread man from Philadelphia. He delivers. I'm talking about Stephen Edwards. Of course, he's at Boxing Talk. BoxingTalk.com, right? Yes, sir. Okay, BoxingTalk.com. You know, I was looking through these this pound, pound, pound for pound list that they've got here over at uh, BoxRec.com, and I respect them because they, they give us a lot of records and things like that that you wouldn't get anywhere else. And um, Floyd Mayweather's number one, Andre Ward's number two, Juan Manuel Marquez number three. Vitali- that might change soon. Vitaly Klitschko number four, Saul Alvarez number five. That might change soon as well. Vladimir Klitschko number six. Uh, he's getting old. Sergio Martinez number seven. That's where I'm going to stop on the list with you, bread man. Sergio Martinez, based on his last fight, based on the fact he's 38 years old, why do you, do you, does a fighter just on legacy alone or what he did in the, uh, uh, three years ago? Does that really? put him in the pound-for-pound list and keep him there? That's a great question, Pedro. Um, I think it's subjective. Um, I personally, you know, when I do, I don't write articles or do interviews or anything like that anymore. I just, you know, do the mailbag. And uh, someone asked me my pound-for-pound list. And I didn't have Sergio Martinez on there, and people got a little upset, you know, and I can understand it, you know, because he's, he's, He's the lineal middleweight champion of the world. You know, but, the fight but, before last, he put on a career-defining performance against Chavez. But if I give him the eyeball test right now, I actually think that Golovkin's better than him, even though that Golovkin does not have the accomplishments that he has. I would rate him as a better fighter than him at this particular moment. So it's a good question. I really don't even know the answer to it. Pound for pound, to me, it simply means that if everybody was the same size relative to what their physical dimensions are, who could beat who and who could beat the most people? That's how I do pound my pound for pound, period. Okay. And right now, I think that Golovkin would beat Sergio Martinez. We're talking about Gennady Golovkin, folks. Of course, he fight fighter formerly out of the uh, former Soviet Union. He's undefeated. He's considered like the world middleweight champion. I mean, how how good is he though? Did you think Macklin and did you think Macklin oversold that body shot? Do you think he oversold that? Um, I think it was a legit liver shot. Uh, Julian just hit a kid yesterday in the shot of delivering the gym. You know, I, I don't talk about having the gym. I always say, you know, get into too full detail. But pretty much, you know, you, you get hit with that shot, man. And it was pretty much the end of things. You know, we gentlemen in the gym know, so I, we let the kid, you know, get himself together. That's a vicious shot. I think it was a brutal shot. You know, Golovkin hasn't done all that much as a pro. I mean, let's be honest. And he's, he's, uh, he, he's getting the... HBO push and they're turning him into this beastly of a man. But I, nobody wants to fight the guy. His amateur pedigree is outright ridiculous. He's three forty-five and five as an amateur. You know he beat Daniel Gill, Andre Durrell, Lucian Butte, Matt Karabarov, all his amateurs. I mean he has pedigree. I mean his his accomplishments aren't that high. But it's not the crazy thing, Pedro. It's not a lot of known middleweights out there. You know what I mean? Uh, Matthew Macklin to me is just a decent 
pretty good fighter, and he's been able to get on HBO three or four times and get two shots at the middleweight title. But, but wait, 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 Redman, Redman, you got to realize that that is exactly why he got on HBO those two or three times and, and got those title shots. Let me tell you about David Vetter. David Vetter was from San Jose, California. He fought for the light heavyweight and the cruiserweight title probably five different times, okay? And five different times he was number one in some organization, and he had a record of like 24 and 9. 24 and 10, 34 and, and 12 and things like that, okay? But the reason why he kept getting ranked number one is that Jeff Harding and the WBC, they see him as a mark, you know what I'm saying? So they, they put him up there as their mandatory. That's the way these sanctioning bodies would keep that keeps their guys going. And Macklin is just, he was brought into those fights because he was a perfect, he was a perfect, uh, he, he was a perfect, it was an act, and he was a perfect guy to put in that position. Mm-hmm. That's just where I look at it. I I I agree with that to an extent. Okay. You know, I'm not you know nominating Galeskin to the Hall of Fame or anything like that. But certain guys, Pedro, in my opinion, even though they may not have, have you know for a murderer's role of opponents, you look at them and you say, you know what, that guy appears to be the goods. You know, but just because he hasn't fought a lot of good guys, that doesn't mean that he can't beat the guys, you know, that we want them to fight. There's there's two different things, you know what I'm saying? So I think, I mean, I think the guy's the best middleweight in the world. Now he's going to have to prove it. He's going to have to beat Martinez and Peter Quillen and those guys. But from what I see, uh, he looks like the goods to me. You know, I don't want to, you know, I, I, I'm, the jury is still out, obviously, but I wouldn't bet against him right now uh, the way he's, uh, he, he's, he's riding high in my opinion. Okay. Bernard Hopkins has, has, has accomplished some outstanding feats as a boxer. There's no question about it. I mean, his past, the fact that he was able to write his, uh, his life uh, as, as a person and, of course, use boxing in order to, to embark on a, a career that brought him the middleweight championship and all kinds of other glories, and now he's like a, a champion again, I think at 175 pounds. But don't you think that him at his age is, is just taken away from a guy like Julian or maybe somebody with a few more fights and like that? like that that really should be getting that top spot? Um, you know what? I never really thought about that paper until you just said it to be honest with you. Um, but I don't even, you know, I wouldn't even make that comparison. You know, one Julian's a hundred and fifty four pounder, Hopkins is a hundred and seventy five pounder. You're not what I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just talking what I'm trying to say is there's a kid somewhere, a guy somewhere with twenty five fights or something like that, that deserves that spot. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it should be I, I, I don't think that a 48-year-old man should be holding that spot. I don't think it looks good for the game. I really don't. I mean, when you look at it this way, when you look at it from afar, and you're just like the, the novice sports fan, you're not even a sports fan. Suppose you're just some guy picking up the paper in, in Cleveland, and you look down and you think, a 48-year-old guy is a light heavyweight champion in the world. That just doesn't, boxing, that just doesn't sound right. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know what? To be honest with you, I never really thought about it. And to be fair, I'm not going to say I agree or disagree. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. I think that the the only thing that bothers me is that we live in a, a sort of a watered-down era where, you know, and uh, in, in, if this was 1981 with Dwight Kawhi and, you know, Michael Spinks and Matthew Saab Muhammad, we wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be a 48-year-old guy beating up light heavyweights. So things are different today. But... It don't bother me one way or the other, man. It really don't. I don't really even think about it. If Bernard Hopkins can still keep making money and beating these young guys fair and square in the ring and kick Tavares Cloud's butt like he did, then, you know, more power to him. Yeah, but 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 uh, Campillo, Campillo did it. Gabriel Campillo did a number on Tavares Cloud. I mean, he did a number on him to the point where 
you know, when they announced the decision, Cloud's mother fainted right there in the middle of the ring. It was a shock. I remember that. That was a terrible decision. Oh. That was terrible. And then now Campillo has to fight Kovalov in his next fight and gets knocked out and never gets a chance to win the title. That sucked. That part sucks. Yeah, you know what? But 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 that Kovalov is is he's is he a he's a monster. Yeah, you know what? Um, Pedro was funny, man. A lot of these European guys from you know the, what the old Soviet Union or USSR used to be. Those guys, man, are some big punchers with Kovalov and. Uh, you know, and Klitschko and uh, Golovkin, man, those those guys are lighting people up, man. Kovalov's hitting guys and just breaking everything on them, man. He's yeah. he's gonna be a problem if he can, if he if he has some boxing ability. But he did something smart. He got an American trainer, so it may add some rhythm to his game. Uh, yeah, John David Jackson, I believe. John, you so know, John like David Jackson, he's a good trainer and he's a great guy, man. I'll never forget he was he was beating Castro hands down. <sighs> He was beating Castro hands down, and he dropped his hands, folks, and he got hit with the one of the meanest left hooks you're ever going to get hit with in your life. And, and, I don't know why he did that. Well, just because he did it. He did it because he could. You know, somebody asked me one day, like, you know, I was in the gym sparring. He goes, why did you? I said, he goes, Pedro, why were you sparring with your hands down? Because I could. Yeah, Because you know well. I could, and then Boom. I mean, you know, I remember that fight. I remember, and he lost the rematch to Castro, which was even more weird. Yeah, that that was a little that was a little bizarre. Now I'm gonna have to put you on the spot here. Your man Danny Garcia said he was gonna fight this guy Lucas Matizzi. Danny Garcia, 26 and 0. Matizzi's like 34. Ass, got a lot of knockouts. Of course, he's coming off the win over Lamont Peterson, 34 and 2, 32 wax. Um, now Danny's saying he wants maybe going another direction. What's up with that? I mean, you know, Danny looked like he looked a little, a little. His body language didn't look good during the um, during the telecast there from Matizzi and, and, and Peterson. Um, you know, everybody always calls says talks about you know when they talk about somebody from Philly, they say your man. I like Danny and his dad, but you know, I don't talk on the phone or hang out with him. You know, we just all happen to be from the same uh, city. Him and Julian used to spar uh, a few years ago. I think Danny's a tough kid. You know, I got a lot of respect for him. He hasn't really caught on to the public, in my opinion, and people don't really look at him as being that good because he's not like, you know, he's not um, overwhelming in one area. I personally, this is just me. We can talk. You know, I'm not going to get into, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. But from what I've been hearing, you know, they they there's some testing issues and things like that that nobody wants to come out and talk about and I and I heard that that's keeping the fight, you know, from from happening. I don't know personally, you know, it's really none of my business, but I, that's what I'm hearing that there, there's some there's something going on with the testing issues. And all fairness, though, you know, I don't accuse any fighters of using any type of PEDs until I have some kind of proof. Matisse has earned his number one contender status. He beat the number one contender in the guy, Ala Holson. You know, uh, if the WBC is going to be fair about it, then the guy deserves a title shot. It's just that simple. You know, there's no way around it. You know, Danny, if Danny's the WBC champ and this guy's earned his title shot, then, you know, you got to fight him. You know what I mean? You got to look at him in his eye. I actually think that the fight's a 50-50 fight. I don't think Danny's that upside down, man. Danny's a tough kid. He's fast and he can punch his ass off. And he has a lot of amateur pedigree. I don't think he's that over his head in the fight the way people are looking at it. We got to remember, Matisse lost two close decisions to Alexander and Judah. And regardless of what people think about the outcome of the fight, they were close fights. 
So you know, I, I I think Danny's right there with them. You know, so we'll see. I don't I, I don't get in if, if a fighter is scared or not. But if you're asking me, does Matisse deserve the title shot? No doubt about it. Okay. I mean, how he how could he not be the the he he's the boogeyman at 140 pounds? You know, and he deserves a shot at one of those champions. Okay, Kel Brook was a winner. Still remains undefeated across the pond. He welterweight. It's gone Carson Jones in a rematch. Him and Carson rumbled pretty evenly the first time. Not this time. Have you have you got to take a look at Kel Brook at all? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. You know, I thought he was. I thought he was a bit robotic, but he looks like he's got some goods. Yeah, he has. Um, he had an opponent. I think the kid's name is Luis Galarza, if I'm not mistaken. That I actually want Julian to fight. The guy's like 18 and three. And when Kel Brook fought over here in AC on Ward uh, Call Frotch car, I got a chance to look at him. He's pretty good. You know, I like him. Um, I don't think that the kid is that confident, you know, with the keep getting injured over the, de- you know, when he had the Devin Alexander title shot, and then he made him fight this uh, Carson Jones guy twice because the first fight was so close. I think he's good, but I think there's something missing as far as his confidence is concerned because Kel Brook could have been had a title shot over here in a big money fight. He's 30 and 0 now, and I think they're slowing him down for a reason. Okay. So whenever I see that with a guy, Pedro, it always makes me a little leery, and it makes me say, what does his people know about him that we don't know? That is the bread man, Stephen Edwards. Steve, best of luck to you. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Pedro. The bread man, Stephen Edwards, BoxingTalk.com. You tune to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Conditions. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Prices are for base buildings only. May not be available in some areas. Attention business owners, do you want a stimulus package that really works? Before you spend thousands of dollars more than you should on your next building project, listen to this. General Steel has a stimulus package designed to help you save as much as half the cost of conventional construction on your next building. As much as half. That's right. General Steel can save you thousands of dollars with a pre-engineered steel building designed for your business or church. How about a 50 by 100 foot building for under $30,000? So don't pay thousands more than you should without calling General Steel first and save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. With the projected demand for steel in Japan and China, prices may be skyrocketing. Call 800-965-1298. 800-965-1298. 800-965-1298. 
It's a fact. You can make thousands of dollars flipping houses. Discover the secret house flipping formula from Dave and Pete, the stars of A&E's number one hit show, Flipping Boston, for free. Hi, it's Pete and Dave. We're giving you our flipping formula for free. It's what we use to find the right house, flip it fast, and get paid. It's time to stop just talking about flipping houses and start doing it. Now is one of the best times in history. USA Today reported that you can make thousands of dollars in profit flipping houses. In New York City, the average profit was over 180 grand. Omaha, it's over 71,000 bucks. Lake Havasu, Arizona, the profit per flip was $87,000. And we're going to show you how we do it for free. Stop dreaming. The houses are there. The opportunity will never be better. And for a limited time, the flipping formula is free. Call now, 877-272-3480 for your free flipping formula strategy guide DVDs. Just pay processing. That's 877-272-3480. 877-272-3480. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Perfect guitar solo to come back with. The great Jeff Tamalier. Jeff Tamalier, of course, uh, formerly of the Starship and Tower of Power. Saw him Friday night in San Francisco at the Great American Music Hall, where the name says it all. Great American Music. We had a great, great show. I got to do the MCM for this historic event. Of course, Rick Stevens one year back from the Betty Ford Center, and that was an epic event, a great concert, of course. Man, Lydia Pence, Cold Blood, the, the Tribal Blues Band, Rise of Zion. Man, we had it going on a great night at the Great American Music Hall. I want to thank Dr. Bernie, Dr. Rock, Dr. Bernie Gonzalez, my man, Jeff Trigger, for putting that all together. It was a fantastic evening for the Folks from Bump City, the Bump City residents came across the pond. Everybody was in the house, except for this man, Lenny Williams. Of course, he's a man that sings so very hard to go, and it is so very hard to go each and every week. But straight up, Lenny's on tour. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Don't forget, Saturdays we air at 11 a.m. Pacific Time live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And then we can come back again on Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Two days, two different shows. You're tuned to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves. <laughs> 